What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 66 of the Extra Slice Take 2, brought to you by the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatt. Joining me, as always, we have the mayor of Stardew Valley and Eorzea, Chris Montalbano. This fucking giant lady. This beautiful motherfucker. I can't wait for this game. (laughs) We got the most generous squid in the feed, Jalen Roberts. And I thought I was the horny motherfucker on this podcast. And we got the Akatsuki Durag Madrid Devon. Okay, so peep me out. Scott Pilgrim is just Evangelion for Canadians. Mm. <laughs> I will not be taking mm. any further questions. Not sad enough. Not sad <laughs> enough. Evangelion is so sad. It's for oh, Canadians. I was, to say, I was like, is Scott Pilgrim that sad it's of a movie? Not. To you? First of all, the movie no, it's doesn't more like, do it justice. You gotta read the manga. I got the box set right there, Chris. <laughs> you gotta read the source material. You always gotta read the source material. We got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. We're gonna be talking about Spider-Man Miles Morales, Near Replicant, the PlayStation Store, uh, Discord staying independent, Jeff Kaplan leaving Blizzard, Apex War Games in Season 9, and the Resident Evil Showcase. Yeah. What was that face, Chris? I, th- I, I saw was your face. I was we like, you, what the fuck, yo? You gonna leave this out? My intro means nothing now. Oh, yeah. The Resident Evil. I just added the Resident Evil showcase late because you just got the notes. That's fair. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> shit. We'll start with it. Since it was last in the intro, let's start with it, Chris. There was a Resident Evil showcase. Uh, <sighs> what was that? fucking thursday of last week so the day after we recorded so catch everybody up on what's going on in the re-verse so uh re-verse uh they pretty much uh playstation showcased uh resident evil and uh they just like showed a new trailer that if you haven't seen it open up your google bring up that youtube browser or whatever Sound like a grandma. Open up your Google. (laughs) Look at that new trailer, that beautiful trailer that shows you that this random white motherfucker is actually a brother of the, like, it ties in the whole story. Like, okay, so now you got this random. He's a brother? Yeah, this neighbor who was like, you thought he was cool. I thought he was going to be cool. Not cool. He's a brother of the giant vampire lady that the internet just loves right now because she's a... Is it just the internet, Chris? It's not just the internet. It's not just the internet. Chris is part of the, the internet. The Cheesy Controller Podcast. Me, I'm the Cheesy Controller Podcast. <laughs> loves the giant lady. I have nothing against the giant lady, but... you know. I will. Once I play this game, I'll have so much against this giant lady. It's going to be me. I'm against this giant lady. Um, yeah, so they have a whole new dope-ass trailer that kind of expands the story of just what goes on in the castle I'm, and kind of what portrays the village a little bit more, uh, just like uh, missions that you have to accomplish and um, you have to interact with the village and its villagers to accomplish those missions, which is cool. So there's going to be a whole dynamic with this story, which 
is different for Reg Resident Evil, in my opinion, because like normally it's because Chris Redfield is a fucking re werewolf. I don't That's think he's why. a werewolf. That's why I'm I saying don't this right think now. he's I'm a werewolf. Right now, Simon, you okay, can quote me on this. Okay, first of all, you can there are no werewolves. Pull this back up. Uh, lichens. I think there is what they're calling okay, them. My bad. Lichen My bad. Chris Redfield but, is a fucking lichenthrope. We'll get specific but here. Then those are just your basic en enemies in Resident Evil Eight or Village. Nah, I Chris. Chris Redfield's a werewolf. I'm saying this right now. I mean, if he is, then... Yeah, that dude from the trailer was clearly Father Gascoigne. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Chris, the Bloodborne my question is... <laughs> is Resident Evil 8 going to get you to go play Bloodborne? No. No. It's heavily influenced by Bloodborne. I mean, yes. you know... So is like the, you were just talking about reading the manga. So is like the, the Eden armor in fucking Final Fantasy fourteen Shadow Shadowbringers. I'm not gonna play Bloodborne. Bloodborne after that, no. I, Bloodborne is for Shadowbur. Yeah, yeah, Shadowborn. <laughs> like, if you're in fourteen and you play Shadowbringers, you know what I'm talking about. But I'm not gonna play sh anything Bloodborne. I'm not going to play any Souls games. That's not for me. I know that now. But this game, in this showcase, I cried during the showcase. I didn't say that before. I didn't say that when the show came on. I cried. Because... Damn, that's why you didn't join the I Discord did, I call? <laughs> Being vulnerable is hard. It's, hey, yo... That's that's the first step, but good on you, good on you. This is the emotional support. <laughs> but seeing Chris, like you see more of Chris and like eat like a shit ton of Ethan. Like not you don't see Ethan, you are Ethan. Uh, but you see a lot more dialogue from Ethan in this. You see like uh, what he is capable of, which leads to more of his story. Just like more of his like. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to deal with this bullshit. Like, I've been here before. And oh, I thought you were going to say he had, like, powers or something. No, he doesn't have oh, shit. Like, I mean, cutting his hand willingly to let this giant lady suck on his hand is a power in its own. <laughs> I mean, that's... I, <laughs> I mean, that is a power move on its own. I that really want to know what this own. dude is about, because, like... He's about getting his blood sucked. Resident Evil you know 7... Man? was like <coughs> dude who the fuck is ethan resident evil village is like who the fuck is ethan like what he's a man he what? has his kinks he's he's a he's an old he's an ex umbrella employee he's gotta be and i i mean honestly at this point with everything with voice dialogue that they shown through the taylor trailer they like i don't think mia's actually dead um but this is all like diving into the trailer they last showed like all you really get is like the dude that they the crazy fucking long haired dude kind of looks like me but older um <laughs> is the brother of the vampire ladies and uh, apparently he fails because uh, he gets dissed by his older sister the big vampire lady um and then, other than that, they showed, like, they went directly into demos, which is cool. If you have a PlayStation 4 or a PlayStation 5, you get Village Demo, which you should have already done. I didn't do. Work sucks. I know. 
And then uh, literally on the 24th, uh, three days from now, hopefully you listen to this episode, uh, you get the castle demo, 30 minutes. And then on the 1st of May, you get the 60-minute demo of Village and Castle. And this yeah, is all in America. Can... Everywhere else, I think Europe gets the 60-minute demo on the 2nd. Like Other places will get it, it the day after. It's time zone. Yeah, yeah, and time zones or whatever. Also, they finally showed the trailer for the Netflix show that was going to be terrible because... One of the Netflix shows. Well, there's, there's one the Wesker that, Kids one. No, I thought this was mo- this was supposed to be Wesker's Kids, and then they changed it because no one wanted that, and then they changed it to characters they actually knew. No, the Wesker Kids thing is still going to happen. I don't want that still. <laughs> but this is just one of the Netflix I just, shows. Like, just for clarify. the sole fact that I couldn't imagine anybody in the world wanting to procreate with Wesker. Like I couldn't well, imagine let's say, anybody. Wanted. Well, let's say. Well, there's this is Resident Evil. There's a large chance they did not have a traditional procreation. Very mm. true. They, Wesker like, is Resident big Evil is very baby test tube baby focused. Yeah. They do love their <laughs> test tube babies. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, Netflix is doing the whole getting on the whole 25 year Resident Evil. It's coming out in July. It's called Infinite Darkness. Going to star uh, Claire and and uh, Leon. In the White House with the whole president thing. Should be fun. Uh, they also alluded to, I think, the movie that doesn't have any trailers. It's going to be just based off the first two games. Which, But that's live action, Yeah, that's right? live action. And I'm interested to see... And they finished shooting it, right? Uh, they done. Yeah, they said they finished shooting it, and they're just CGI-ing all of, like the monsters in it. I'm, which is, I'm, inter- I'm very interested to see how they play that out because the first game and the second game do not take place within, like, this. They have a different, they have the same, like, different time, like, time length. Like, I'm wondering why they didn't just do one movie with the mansion and then another movie with Raccoon City. It's going to be interesting to see how they, like, do the mansion and then infect an entire city within a span of a movie. But it'd be cool. Um, and that was kind of like it. They did reverse, and um, I don't necessarily want to see reverse until it. I mean, I get Resident Evil 8 or not 8 Village. Gotta get used to that. Resident is 8 Village. Yeah, I know, but they're calling it Village. They don't call it 8 at all. Uh, Resident Evil Village. You get it for free, uh, like you did with Resident Evil 3. You got the other game that most people didn't play. Uh, so that's cool. And then, um, what was it? There was one more. Mercenaries, Mercenaries mode. Is coming back. Mercenaries mode looked a lot of fun. I don't. I know they brought this in with Resident Evil. I don't know if they brought this in with Resident five. Evil 4. But yeah, Resident Evil 5. No, didn't Resident Evil 4 have Mercenaries mode? Huh? Which one? I thought four had yeah. mercenary. What was the time? I don't know mode? if four, four had re- mercenary, mercenaries mode, but I think it did, and I know for sure five did. And five was just a lot of fun because it's just like action. It's just like let's go, fucking kill hordes of whatever. I mean, this time it's going to be lichen zombies kind of thing, and then yeah, so that's tight. 
I, I mean, it looks like a lot of fun if you're into that, and there is apparently a fan base for them to bring it, it back into it for the... Okay, so Mercenary started with with Nemesis and has been in pretty much everyone since except for Seven. Okay. Well, every mainline... So okay. within three, four, five, Oh, it was in Village. three. I totally forgot it was in yeah. three. And yep. it had its own game on the 3DS, the Mercenaries 3D. So there was that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, think I mean, I obviously it's that. got a good following. And, I mean, if it's got this backing of, like, what Village is going to look like, Mercenaries is going to be just a hell of fun. Yeah, it looked fun. Like, that was a thing. Like, I don't think I spent a lot of time with uh, Mercenaries Mode in 5, because that's the only one I've played extensively mm -hmm. and checked out the other modes. But, uh. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, what they were showing looked fun. I remember, uh, getting the final. What are, uh, what's it called on Xbox? Because I haven't gotten a trophy on Xbox in a long time. An achievement. Yeah, there we go. I had, yeah, getting all the achievements on my original, on my 360 and on five and then just being like i guess i want to check out the other modes because it's not locked by that and it was a good time i mean it's just like hordes of fucking like you're just it's not survival horror it's exactly what uh resident evil 6 should have just been just a whole ass mercenaries mode and it probably would have been a better game <sighs> Damn, the fucking Resident Evil 6 hate is strong. One day I'm going to play that game, and I'm going to find something that's good about the it. The only thing good Actually, about will, Resident Evil say, 6 is they brought one back thing good zombies. That was the only thing cool. And also, you get to uppercut them in the next week. Yes, okay. There's a character we could just straight up just uppercut so, zombies. That's hilarious, and will never not be funny. the game... Okay, so Resident Evil 6, I will go on this tangent for real quick. If Resident Evil 6 wasn't so bad with, like... Being just like Resident Evil 5, but not be giving you ammo like you needed in Resident Evil 5. And then also, like, because it did have really cool, like, action mechanics where you could fight off zombies where you didn't need to use all your ammo. But then there were certain scenes in each campaign that kind of needed you to have all this ammo to make it an action game. It, it just like it nothing all the mechanics didn't mesh well they it could have come together to be a very good action horror game because it was no longer survival horror it could have been a great action horror game but they did too much and did not like just like weigh out the pros and the cons and look at what they needed to do and like add the ammo because ammo was so scarce because they tried to make it a horror game again. And you felt that with some of the scenery of the game, but then it just didn't play out. And it just turned out to be just a fucking mess of a fucking game. It was just so... Sometimes you just gotta drop a hot mess to get your mind bad. Out, you know? It was just really bad. And like... Well, here's, and the here's mechanics my closing didn't question work. on the Resident Evil shit. Here's my closing question for the Resident Evil quarter of the podcast that we've spent on it. Was Resident Evil 6 worth it because they learned their lesson and gave us Resident Evil 7 and 8 and 2 and 3 remake? Has the what's come out since 6 made 6 worth it? 
I will say the only thing that I, the only game I truly feel like was built off of six, was Revelations, and then from Revelations we. Well, that was wasn't Revelations built before six? Revelations was built right after after five. Yeah, was I think that explains why it was good. Um, I will say the best thing about six was is if you got the anthology. You pretty much got one through five on PlayStation 3 with six. And that was tight because it was on PlayStation 3. Um, But what the failures that they learned from six and realizing that they have strayed so far from the path of what Resident Evil was (laughs) going into what made seven so horrifically beautiful. I will have six all day. I will have a Resident Evil six, and I will just have that, just to have okay. Resident Evil seven, because that became okay. the most wonderful Resident Evil game. Okay, so that you actually answered the question, probably. All right, so um, while we're transitioning, shout out to Bell in the chat for the bits. It's a bunch of individual bits. Ten bits, and I appreciate every single one of them. Um, But (laughs) I don't even know, because there are so many things. I went on this rant about PlayStation at the end of the last episode, and since then there have been a lot of PlayStation developments. Yeah, there's been a lot of PlayStation news. So the first thing I want to bring to everybody's attention... Play at home. The last game is up. It is Horizons, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition. Free for everybody. You don't need PlayStation Plus. You don't need anything. Download Horizon. If you have a PS5, I'd say wait to play it. Because what they've done... What they did with the Ratchet & Clank was they gave it to everybody. And then they waited a, like a month and then gave it a PS5 patch. Which made it run at 60. So... If you want to play Horizon at all, if you have just if you have a PlayStation, just get this game. Cuz I didn't even have the complete edition. I had the base game and the DLC, but every time I tried to download the base game, it would be like, "Hey, buy the complete edition." So, you know, it's a free game, a good game. Uh I kind of had Breath of the Wild syndrome where I started Horizon, was enjoying it, and then got Breath of the Wild and never went back. But if they give it a 60 frames per second patch on PS5, I'll definitely go back to it because I've been getting back into more games. Like, I've been, because I don't have time to play multiplayer things, that I just play infinitely like Apex and Final Fantasy and Monster Hunter because I don't have time late at night to play those with people. I've been dumping more time into single-player stuff during the day. So, I really might beat Horizon Zero Dawn before Forbidden West comes out and be really excited for that when that drops. Um... Part of my rant last week about PlayStation was the fact that they were shutting down the PS3 and the Vita store and that those consoles were still alive. They were still selling dev kits to developers for the Vita. They were they were doing a lot of stuff that it didn't make sense for them to shut down the Vita, yet somehow they did. Mm-hmm. 
And so... They went back on that. They backpedaled. The PSP store is still going to shut down. And apparently there are 35 games that will just go away forever. That are like PSP digital only games that aren't available on Vita. Which is... So... I mean, it's 35 (laughs) compared to like the thousands that we're about to lose. Yeah. So they're indefinitely postponing shutting down the PS3 and Vita stores. Which is good and bad like they kind of did the thing xbox did when they announced that xbox live gold was going to be going up in price and then immediately backpedaled playstation waited a week and then some to backpedal but i mean i did all my panic buying on vita and ps3 a long time ago when i got a ps3 and a vita that had enough storage for me to just scoop up shit i scooped up what i wanted to do you think that they did wait an extra little bit of time just to be like, uh, I mean, we're making money off of saying that we're going to close the store down. I mean, I'm sure that was their plan all along. And then just like, backpedal yo, and I say, I don't think so. You, we can get a little money out of this and then we're going to shut it down. And then we're going to come out and say, actually, we're not going to shut it down. And then everybody's like, well, fuck. Now I have remorse buy for this bullshit I was never actually going to play. I mean, I, yeah. I'm i not in that position, so I can't really say, like, everything that I bought on PS3 digitally when I got my PS3 with the big-ass hard drive and just loaded it up with shit, I don't regret buying any of it, just yeah. from, like, my personal <coughs> preservation standpoint, so, like... Right. Unless at the, at you the end just, of the day, that's what it's good for, preservation. Right. Yeah, but the thing is, if you went out and you bought a bunch of PS3 and Vita games, and you just and you're mad that you bought those games and that you now just have access to those games as part of your thing, mm-hmm. then like you weren't doing it for the right reasons. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> at, at that point, you should have just fucking had your shit jailbroken and just called it. A yeah. Day. Say fuck it. Yeah. And yeah. also, honestly. Yeah. Nobody will blame you. If Sony's doing a shitty thing, you know, do what you do. Lie, cheat, steal. (laughs) (laughs) The game industry is notoriously bad at uh, preserving their games. Just, yeah. Just straight up. How many remakes that we have, they pretty much had to build for the ground up because they just lost the original. I mean, yeah, you're right, and the PS3 store still being around is good for, I'm sure at some point there'll be something on PS3 or Vita that I just like, you know, I never before now decided to pick it up, I'll pick it up and maybe play it, or maybe not, like, because the one thing I panicked about for the Vita store being shut down was Xenogears, shout out Justin of the Rusty Rupees podcast. Um, Is that the RPG? yeah, it's a JRPG? square soft JRPG. Actually, that game is yeah. so good. Yeah, Justin's constantly saying it's fucking amazing, and I was like, "All right, fine." Talk Justin, to him for I'll five minutes. The- He'll bring up Xeno Gears. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I I think he might have brought up Xeno Gears on the episode he yeah. was on. I just so- listened to an episode of the Rupees. They he started talking about Xeno Gears. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, "All right, Justin, I'll download Xenogears. 
give it a shot. So that's the one thing I was like, well, if PS1 classics are going away, this is the one PS1 classic that I'll want to have access to that I don't already have access mm-hmm. to. Because I have all the Resident Evil PS1 games, all the Crash PS1 games, all the Spyro PS1 games, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Mega Man's Legends 1 and 2, shout out Chris. Hey, hey. Um... <laughs> Uh, what else do I have? I have like Final Fantasy seven, eight, nine, nine, PS one classics. Like so, that was the one PS one classic that if it were to not be obtainable anymore, I was like, shit, might as well get it mm-hmm. because I got all the ones I fucking care about. Are so, any of those on PlayStation now? I doubt it. You doubt it? Damn. Nope. So the PlayStation 1 Classics thing is completely separate from PlayStation now. PS1 Classics you could play on PSP, PS3, or Vita. Yeah. And so the first one I got was Final Fantasy VII because it was like... That's fucking, that's fucking laughable. How do they not have those? Like, Why Dude, not have those up it, there? That's, that's incentive to get this shit. Like, you're hustling Dude, backwards. if they like, gave fuck. me access, if they were like, pay for PlayStation now and we'll give you access to, to actually your good PS1 games. No, PS1 I mean, promoting Avengers. I just don't understand don't like, how Avengers. you can buy one game on, like, your PlayStation 3 and be able to play it on your PSP and your PS Vita, but then go to PS4 and not be able to play it. There's no excuse. It's just a digital at this like, point. This, this is stupid like, as hell. <clears throat> well, like, so the argument was that the technology of the PS1 was in the PS2. Like, so the PS2 had a, like, the physical chipset of a PS1 in the PS2. Yeah. And so did the PS3. But the PS4 doesn't have that. But what about the PSP and the PS Vita? I mean, what's, I no where's the argument like, when it comes not, to, like, I'm, your handheld can play this game, that, but my strong-ass next-gen <coughs> console is unable to play a PlayStation 1 game? That's, I, I'm not arguing that you were wrong at all, because you know what would make me happy as fuck? As somebody who has a huge library of PSP, Vita, and PS2, and PS1 Classics digitally i'd fucking love for them to just be like all right Thanos snap play it on your ps5 they just need to they just need to pull out a place bring out a playstation it's just called playstation i I would like to it has all the different discs and you could just slide it in that'd be powerful but i probably it's also like publishing and licensing within across of like a bunch of different companies because no like one company owns a game well, I mean, some of these classic games, and you are right as far as licensing goes, because there's a reason Capcom hasn't re-released Mega Man Legends 1 and 2. And it's probably due to licensing. There's a reason that we haven't gotten like a straight-up PS1 Symphony of the Night re-release. And it's probably because of licensing. So, like, well, actually, as far uh, as... That, Castlevania is owned by Konami, and Konami does not make video games anymore. Yeah, they do. They just announced really. a new game. I mean, what was that in yeah, the indie Kon- showcase? <laughs> yeah, Konami announced a game in the Nintendo Indie World showcase like last week. The only week. one that so, owns like, Mega Man Legends is like Capcom. 
Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, look, I'm giving Capcom an excuse because Capcom has treated us well for the last <laughs> generation. That I'll give Capcom an out. Look, I know <laughs> okay. Mega Man Legends Network, you know? was Where's that? Mega Man Legends was a niche audience. Original Mega Man fans did not like Mega Man Legends. I get that. I was a different breed. Well, who original loved fans it. don't like anything new. Right, but that they brings in, pe- that brings in like people again. like me who right. wouldn't play Mega Man. Right, exactly. Right, because I got into Mega Man through Battle Network. Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, sorry. There's whatever the reason. I don't think it's out of PlayStation's bandwidth to be able to handle that. And all put it, it takes is a little bit of it's fucking not. money. They got the money You're to right. invest in I mean, fucking like that. Xbox is just like here's fucking Sony. money. I own you now. When was the last time you heard about somebody buying a Sony phone TV? uh, Like, so true, PlayStation has money. PlayStation. But the thing is, PlayStation is under Sony. And think about the only thing that is profitable that Sony puts out is the PlayStation. Not even the TVs. It's it's not like it's one of the and it's not like their rival is one of the most universal PC operating systems. And then, like, so the TVs do well, but the Bravia TVs got basically outpaced by the LG TVs. Oh, that's why. In the high, yeah. Yo, so, like, that's in the why high end. Best Buy literally took Sony down and put LG up in its place. I went to a... Yeah, because the LG TVs yeah. shit Real. on the Sony TVs. Bro, like, damn. I bought a Bravia for no reason. I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> I would have, I would have bought a Bravia when I had like, I don't know. For a long time, the Bravia was like, oh shit, this shit has PlayStation Now on it. Back when I thought PlayStation Now would be something I'd care about, like no, the there was most- a, you could hook up a PS3 controller to a fucking Bravia. And use your PS3 controller as a fucking TV. The most the Bravia has now is like connections with Netflix, and you can watch shit the way directors wanted you to watch it. But wait, that's only if you spent three thousand dollars on your Bravia TV. I did not do that. But you can also do that. There are other TVs that advertise that. And the new Apple TV 4K, they have a thing where you point your phone at it and it does color correction based on like the ambient light and all that shit. So it's like it has cinematographer mode and the new fucking Apple TV. Apple made a whole ass TV? No, it's uh, like a set top. Oh, box okay. The, oh, the Apple and TV. Apple, the, like like a, the original. Okay, okay, cool. I was about to say, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not an Apple TV. There are super thin iMacs that look great, and there is a new iPad that also looks great, and a purple iPhone 12, which also looks purple? great. Yes. That's their mid-gen refresh color of this, because they when did, did that red come out? out the gate. Like, it's not out yet. I think it comes out, like, early May. But... I'm- that's cool. Yeah, it's like a lavender and like with the texturized <laughs> thing. That the, I like my blue eyes. Yeah, I got like, the blue one, but damn, no purple's tight. I had a I, purple I'm Game Boy. I'm trying to have it. a purple iPhone. 
I'm thinking about it. I mean, colors are always better. That's just the right. way it is. Well, that was or the black. thing that they did right with the 12. The 12 was like, all right, we're coming out. It's going to be black, white, red, blue, gold, yellow. No, not gold. <laughs> not go- I just saw the gold. I mean, there's, there's the gold there's is a- the 12 Pro, and the 12 Pro Isn't is not worth color? the money. Yeah, that's yeah. True. There's a mint green. The purple is Wait, very so the 12 lavender. Pro isn't worth worth it. It's not worth the money. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Get, if you're going to get a 12, get the 12 or the 12 Mini, because literally the 12 Pro is you spending a hundred plus dollars extra on an extra camera you're probably not going to use unless you're like. Unless you know you're going to be doing telephoto pictures all the fucking time, you don't fucking need that extra camera. And considering I went from the 10 that had a telephoto to the 12 that has an ultra-wide, like, the ultra-wide camera is way more useful than telephoto ever was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I... Noted. But, yeah, so, PlayStation Store, PS3 Store staying up good uh playstation plus leaked a trailer that is for playstation movie pass which movie looks like pass. it's gonna give you a netflix type deal but for playstation is it just, or, or is it just like a hbo max where they just kind of give you the movies that were on made by sony i mean whatever it is like if it's adding value to PlayStation Plus that I'm already paying oh, for, I'll take it. Oh, is it I'll going take... to be already on PlayStation Plus? You don't have to pay extra for it? I didn't get to see the trailer because by the time I saw the news and it was making the rounds and stuff, like the trailer was down. But uh, it had the same kind of like PlayStation Plus, the way the PlayStation Plus collection mm-hmm. and like the way they show the PlayStation Plus games yeah. now. On the PS5, it had that same kind of thing. Oh, so tight. Whatever I mean, they do to add, just add value to PlayStation Plus, I'll yeah, fucking I'm here for it. Because I'm <laughs> so. Otherwise, like, if you're giving me free movies with that shit, cool. Especially if like, I mean, I can't get. And the fact that Sony owns Funimation and Crunchyroll now, yeah, I could watch me some anime movies. Yeah, actually, they're, they're also partnering with Netflix. Into PlayStation Plus, that would be yeah. sick. I mean, I can't well, get 160 uh, so Jaylen, you can do this. I didn't bring this up with the play at home thing. Uh, be they're giving a extended uh, trial to Funimation with uh, the PlayStation play at home thing. So anybody who owns a play, like, and this will be over like midnight tonight. So go fucking do that shit. Or no, midnight tomorrow night. But by the time this is out, people won't be able to do this. But uh, you can do, oh, free 90 days. So, you know, if you just want a Funimation thing, free go 90 ahead days? and do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can, watch, you can watch Wonder Egg. You can watch fucking... Which is really good. By really good. Good. Wonder Egg is really good. Is that on Crunchyroll? No, Funimation. Fuck. Okay, well, I might go do that shit too. Um, but yeah, so by the time this is out, people won't be able to do that anymore. So that's the reason I didn't bring it up as part of the play at home thing. Um, but there's that. Uh, what else? We talked about the PS3 store, PlayStation movie pass. 
give me movies for money I'm already spending, I'll take it, you know? It's like the way I got HBO Max with my internet. Like, I'm already spending that money. You didn't charge me any extra, and now I have HBO Max. Amen. Cool. That shit's tight. <laughs> that shit is tight. That's a win. Win since you win by getting this shit for free, mm-hmm. or even though you're paying for it, and they win because they're still getting your money, and now you're. I'm not paying extra for it. You're not exactly. paying extra. I don't know how much HBO Max is, it. but if AT and T is like, we'll we'll front you. I got. Thank you. Yeah, like. I'm. I don't give a shit if I'm paying for it. What I, the money that I'm paying is for my fast ass internet. Right. And if my fast ass internet also comes with Black Lady Sketch Show and the Harley Quinn Show, and the Dave Chappelle Show, we're here for it. Right. So I don't give a fuck if they're charging me less for fast ass internet and just making up the difference with the HBO Max charges. I don't give a fuck. They didn't change the amount that I'm getting charged. At the end of the mm-hmm. day, and I get more shit, and that's what PlayStation Movie Pass seems like it's going to be. So, mm-hmm. good on them. Uh, I staying on the PlayStation thing. Uh, video viewers can see I'm wearing my Spider-Man shirt. Um, a guy today told me thank you, Spider-Man, like I was because I was wearing this shirt. And so I came home from work and decided I was going to beat Miles Morales. I knew I was one sitting away from beating that game. And so I got home, booted up Miles Morales, and beat it. And when I... I just want anybody, PS4 or PS5, if you can get this game on sale, play this game. It's short. It's good as hell. It is more emotionally impactful than Spider-Man 2018 was. It is... I feel like it's like the perfect... There are a lot of things they kind of do once and then they're like, okay, we're not going to do it again, but if you want to do it again, it'll be a side quest. And so... To see... And the post credit scene just gives me so fucking hype for Spider-Man 2. But, uh... Yeah, Spider-Man Miles Morales is an excellent game. I beat it. I'm probably not going to go for the Platinum, even though it'd probably take me, like, max two days to do it. Like, two solid days of just, like, all right, I'm going to knock out all these objectives on the map, and then I'm going to do New Game Plus, and I'm going to skip all the cutscenes and do that shit in probably, like, three hours. But, you know, for the content I got out of my first playthrough and just the amount, like, as... Miles Morales, I enjoyed as a character because of Into the Spider-Verse and just the things they did Mm -hmm. that fleshed out that character even more and, like, his supporting cast and the things they did with New York. And then I did it in performance ray tracing mode, so I'm running at 60 frames per second with ray tracing on the PS5. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's a solid package. Mm. That's lit. That's right. That's right. When I get a PS5, that's one of the games at the top of my list. I know I can get it now, but it's fine. I mean, it's cross-buy, so you could do it on PS4, and then when you get a PS5, just do the... I'll wait. Okay. All right. Damn, there's only like five games on PlayStation 5. Like, shit. I might as well wait till PlayStation 5 to play this. You got an actual uh, library there, homeboy. Did you think 
that Miles that, Morales was comparable to the original Spider-Man because <coughs> I've I've been hearing, at least as far as people on YouTube and you reviewers as such, saying that Miles Morales was good but nothing like its predecessor. Like nothing like it in what sense? Because as far like for me, it was story. Short, it was like short. It was short and sweet, which doesn't take any way f- anything from Miles Morales. But it didn't like. And as far as like it did add its like own kind of style of s- to the city because you are the now exaggerated swagger of a black youth. There you go. Dude, there is a fucking scene at the end of that game that I'm like, I, if I didn't know that this was in there day one, I would have been like, this is just them making a joke about the exaggerated swagger of a black teen. Because he puts on his headphones and just starts dancing with people, and it's it's a fucking... That's what he was talking I, about. He, he made it to that point. He's like, oh my god, this is the exaggerated swagger of a black teen. So it's... Do you feel like have, it's just as good as Spider-Man, I guess, 2018? In some ways, it is better. Okay. I can't think of any ways except for, like, breadth of content. I can't think of any ways that it's worse. But a lot of times, like... So, the whole game you're playing is Miles. There is never a moment where you're playing, like, in Spider-Man 2018, you play as Miles and it's not fun. You play as Mary Jane and it's not fun. You hunt down pinches. There's a lot of shit in 2018 that felt like padding. Spider-Man's Miles Morales is a concise, tight package that, like... It's a pure line. Right. The purest. (laughs) Was it cool? The, was the story oh, hitting as hard? Because I felt like the, the story hit hard. harder. Right. Yes. I, the, the, I I think this game's better, and I haven't even played it. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like the story because they kind of do kind some Last of Us type things. I don't want to spoil anything because like a lot of this stuff was more towards the end of the game but they do some last of us esque stuff that make you care about the characters more they there aren't as many villains it cuz like the only place that i feel like spider-man 2018 outshines miles morales is in the suit variety cuz miles just doesn't have that many good suits i played through that entire game with the enter the spider-verse mm-hmm. suit and even when, like, I looked at the list of them online, there was only one that I'd maybe use over it, but, yeah. Into the Spider-Verse is the one that I fuck with the most. And Spider-Man 2018, I switched between suits, I did different things, it was a whole thing. That's tight, actually. That's super tight. Yeah. And it's on PS4, so, like, the Horizon, the next Horizon is going to do the same thing of, like, PS4 and PS5. And if you buy it on PS4, you can upgrade to the PS5 version. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're interested in playing it, anybody listening who's interested in playing it, like, it's a good time. It's, a, like, if you're a Spider-Man fan, if you're a Miles Morales fan, if you... If you like Into the Spider-Verse, just play this game, get 
uh, I know the end of the Spider Verse suit was a pre order bonus for me, so I had it from jump. But uh, get to the point in the game where you unlock that suit and just fucking. I turned off the modifiers though, so the Into the Spider-Verse suit, I know we talked about this on the podcast, but it, the suit itself, your character runs in 24 frames mm. per second. And in comparison, like, uh, to me playing in performance RT mode, which is 60 frames per second with ray tracing, um, yeah, it looked bad for me. And then the, like, it had, like, comic book effects. Like, when you punch somebody, it'd be like... Bam and stuff like that. I turned all that shit off and just kept the suit because I like the design of the suit. Nice. No, I was just asking because I played 2018 Spider-Man and definitely I I don't know. It felt like a superhero game to me, and I just it just brought me back to being like I never really felt that close to like superhero games. And so I didn't know if, like, it added anything else that would make me be like, you know what? Actually, I'll play this. I'll, I'll stick with this one and want to play this. I say the story's stronger, and they cut a lot of the fat. Okay, cool. So, like, I platinum Spider-Man 2018, and... Getting to the end of 2018, I was like, oh, it's going to take a while to platinum this. But getting to the end of Miles Morales, I'm like 40-something percent done with everything. And I did. I intentionally mainlined this story. And just if I happened nice. across something, I'd do it. But like, I didn't go out of my way to start completing the map the way I had to in Spider-Man 2018. And so... Nice. Yeah. Cool. That's all the the only question I really had. Okay. So, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about, we had two kind of big major news stories that related to games but didn't directly relate, kind of. So, the first one is Discord has reportedly ended its deal talks with Microsoft and has decided to remain independent and focus on potential uh, initial public offering. So, cool. whatever. Yeah. Nothing changes. Discord's going to keep Discording. Um, no chance of Microsoft absorbing it and changing it, even though it didn't look like Microsoft was going to do that. Like, oh, whatever reason discord had to be in talks to be obtained by microsoft it didn't seem worth it to discord and i trust discord's decisions yeah. because yeah in my opinion they've never made a bad decision right. so yeah i fuck with discord them so homies i'm glad they're still with us you know hell we're on discord yeah. right now you know how many podcasts yeah. get recorded via discord you know how many D&D games you can run via Discord? You know how many things you could do via Discord? It's so good. Discord is just such a... I got locked out of Discord on my phone over the course of the last week because I had two-factor authentication on, and it used the Authenticator app that was on my old phone that I wiped clean. So I just had no way to get back into my Discord on my phone until I got home to my computer, mm. and it like logged me out on as I was on my way away from my house. And so it was just like hell not having Discord as part of my life yeah. for like 
a couple hours. I'm, and I'm be real with you. That's the one social media that I could that I don't want to get rid of. Right. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't feel like social media. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, Discord it's is text. talking to your homies. Right. Uh, it's just the homies it's just the out there being ignorant. The That's all it is. You know, staying informed. Yeah. Discord is like the Swiss Army knife of like it's kind of social media. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a voice chat it's service. A hangout it's kind spots. Of, yeah, it like it just news. does a lot. <laughs> what? You can get your news. Oh, news. I heard. What are, you thinking? <laughs> what are you thinking of? See, you're just. I mean, they're they're Discord. Welcome to the Horny Controller Podcast. What? Man, it's thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Drinks beer. We seductively. got rid of the coffee. <laughs> There's still coffee. Yeah, you got to stay woke. Uh, they arrested the guy that killed George Floyd uh, and char pressed him uh charged him guilty with all three things they were like he was on trial for yeah, so, so he's, fuck that he's guy confirmed but at he's the same time yeah he is a murderer and it was caught on fucking camera i'm mad there was even a fucking trial like if i were yeah. to fucking kill somebody on camera were, they just fucking that'd be it right but you know, to um, and at the same time like literally within hours of that verdict being reached police officers killed another unarmed innocent black person in america so like if we're going on the coffee controller thing like are we talking about the 16 year old girl that sounds about right yeah she was a 16 year old girl murdered by the police like all this, so, all this fucking black trauma is, is so hard to keep up, up with. Okay. It, remember the remember the law is nothing but a threat from the highest social economic class onto those they deem lesser, and the police I need, is nothing more than an occupying. So I army. do want to take this remember topic because uh, Anton that has did. been funded by our government with I, military grade, by, uh, by military the dominant social economic equipment. class. Real quick, a group of people who don't have any type of actual de-escalation training. Wait, real quick, I want to take this topic. Um, that Anton brought up because this is kind of a topic of like hella white privilege that no one I mean because white people will listen to this or even listen to the story and be like she deserved it even though uh, white people don't get this treated the same the story came out after like so much misinformation of last night or yesterday uh, that she was 15 years old, even like being blasted on social media of like seeing her name and her name being wrong or whatever. Uh, it came out that she was 16 years old and she was shot going uh, like she was attacking. She called the police. And when the police showed up, she was attacking these two girls with a chef's knife eight inch chef's knife and was going in to stab another girl and the police shot her that didn't say a word right didn't call out didn't yell didn't right notify. well he did say get down get down i mean like the whole police like hurt his chest whatever is out there the whole point of the matter is yes this girl was attacking another person that is not okay the other point is, is how many stories do you hear of white people with AR, like automatic rifles, guns on them, just killed 
multiple people. I mean, shit, fucking less than a month ago, we had a white dude in Atlanta shoot up a spa because he felt like Asian women deserve to die because he was tempted by their sexuality when they did nothing to him, but was alive when he went to jail. So the point of yeah, the matter that, is... That's a real that, that, disparity. No, think about it. Unless they're killed on site, they're always brought to right. trial. So the point of the matter is, is when this story comes out, there's no, like, of yes, this girl was attacking another person well, uh, well, with a see, weapon. That's, the, that's also one thing about it, though, is from what I heard, she was defending herself. Because they came to they attack did her. Come, okay, so yes, the story is she called the police, they were, came to attack her. When the police showed up, she was then attacking into the police's eyes, attacking them with a knife. And then that's what caused, led to the police just making the wrong, making decision, the wrong decision and firing again. his firearm and killing her, saving the one in the video, what seemed like saving the other lady from being stabbed. And this can, I mean, I found, I found I can, this. With, I couldn't watch the video. So I did, like, I I'm did uninformed well, on I a lot of this I watched the video stuff. and I, I found that, I mean, shit, I got fucking shit I got to work through. I mean, I don't know complete the experience. But knowing that a woman died based on her color with because she was aggressive with a weapon and knowing that a person who looks like me with a weapon who is aggressive would not die and just go to jail is like fucking hate crimes is not like any different this woman didn't deserve to die if that white man who had an AR or whatever fucking weapon who just killed multiple people didn't deserve to die and just go to Wait, jail. Eight people in the night. Right. I mean, the thing about it too, like she's she's not a woman. She was she was a girl. She was a right. child. She's a child. You know, like and your first response, even when you see a child, shouldn't be, "Oh, let me shoot them." Like, right. That's why you need de-escalation tactics. Honestly, that's why they need to be fucking defunded and disbanded. Like honestly, we've like <laughs> right. It's, it's, that shit it's a whole a system shit. of oppression that we never needed. Yeah. Besides to, of, of course, what oppress us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you really have to abolish the whole fucking system. And that money could be redistributed like elsewhere. You know, there's people I mean, out here starving. There's people living check to check. You know what I'm saying? Like, where's that money? Where's that? It, where are those infrastructure fixes? You know? Yeah. Sc- scrap that shit and start anew. Like, honestly, yeah, I can't think of a single time. In my life, a single interaction with police that has been, like, even when I've called the police for help with a dude shitting in my yard, they fucking came and got the dude and took him to the hospital. Instead, like, if I went and shit in somebody's fucking yard, I could be fucking shot dead the second the cops show up. So... I mean... Hell, you could be yeah. shot dead before that, and that's yeah. just what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to 
say my piece because I know there's a lot of people who out there who have been saying certain things like, oh, this person, this girl, this, this fucking young girl who's probably, who's a foster. Like, no one can imagine what she's actually gone through in life, and that's fucking heartbreaking. But, like, yeah. Right, I mean, honestly, like, it, it, it's as easy as, you know, stay, stay out of black people's business. It's that simple. Like you see that shit, you don't know. You don't know any of the situation, and there's no reason for you to be like pushing your speculations I, I, and I, things on. I'd yeah. like to interject exactly. one little thing, one more thing about the police is, but also when you really get down to thinking about it, they're really no more than like sticking with the occupying army. They're just a threat. Cause think about it, when you call them for help, when do they show up? Twenty to thirty minutes late, if they show up to the right place in the right. first place true like even the thing they're supposed to do you know they're not real good at and then it. half the time they tell you they'll write down a bunch of bullshit and then say all right there's nothing we can really do about it yep my yep. car got stolen and they were like Damn, nine times out of ten it's not coming too back too bad so sad I'm like why the did fuck did car, i call did your car you? had did your car have drugs in it no <laughs> No, it didn't, actually. You're not going to make money off this. I just want my car back. But, yeah. <sighs> it's, uh, let's get off this. I don't know how we got into this. I thought you brought this. it up, and uh, I just wanted to go out. And, because America opened back up, and America went back to its yeah, bullshit. I wanted to right. go out. They're taking, I the, to, they're taking the phrase, sun's out, guns out, way too fucking literally, and I don't like it. Right. I just, I, right. my bad. I just wanted to say my piece about how I felt about no, that. No, Chris, you're good. I mean, what like, week and day is it? <laughs> that is, like part of the thing of having the platform of this podcast is to when we see shit that's wrong speak out against it and when we see shit that is right like fucking John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock being in fucking the Senate now representing Georgia like looking fucking good doing that shit like when we see positive stuff like we that need more money. we try and reinforce it <laughs> <laughs> alright y'all said 2,000 fucking dollar checks and I haven't seen one. Yo, for real though, fifteen dollars an hour would be tight. What we got, we did not fucking count. The blue state, this blue state's turned purple real quick. (laughs) Jeff Kaplan left Blizzard (laughs) this past week. Great. After cool. nearly He's twenty years, Overwatch, just like us. Yeah, yep. well, I'm glad to see we're all on the same page. We're all of the same accord, you know. So Overwatch Two is never happening. No, it's, it's going to happen. happen. It's going to lose that. its soul. We shouldn't care. Yeah, at there's all. less to care about. Uh, they got rid of their, and they did this a while back. The guy who uh, was in charge of like the Overwatch lore. They got rid of him. That's why we stopped getting animated shorts. That's why we stopped getting. Man, they fucking. Like, they fucking fumbled. Comics. That's yeah. Overwatch so, had the world by the fucking balls for uh, two right. years, and then just blew it. Fuck Overwatch. Like yeah. And, and the fact the right that Jeff way. Kaplan, the guy who shepherded, like, anytime a developer update would come out, I'd watch it just to, like, have Jeff talk to me about Overwatch. And 
even that, like, I can't think of a legitimate reason for anybody to play Overwatch ever again. Yeah. Unless you're making money off it. Unless you're in the Overwatch League and getting paid to play Overwatch. I can't. I I really can't. Um, let's see. We talked about Miles. We talked about the PS3 store. Talked about Movie Pass. Discord staying free. Jeff Kaplan. Resident Evil. Um, Apex War Games. So I've played a shit ton of Apex in the last week. That must be nice. Like a f- being able to play a Apex. F- Fucking shit ton. I played with the homie Black Cubes. Hey. Uh, gang Gang. Controllerized Sam. Um, but yeah, I played Apex with him. Uh, I finished the War Games event. I have all the rewards from it that you can earn without spending money. I've, I've enjoyed... So I did the arena teaser, so the arena mode actually looks pretty cool. Like, it's going to be 3v3, like, team deathmatch style. Mm. And they announced that. They showed... All the Season 9 stuff looks fucking amazing. And it's not Season 9. They're calling it Legacy. So it's Apex, Apex Legends Legacy. They're dropping the numbers. Um... But I almost kind of feel bad for shooting the shit out of her dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. Yeah, Chris. So uh, if you haven't watched it yet, if you haven't watched it yet, the new Apex Legend or the new legend in Apex Legends was announced, Valkyrie. Uh, Her former... Like, call sign was Viper, which she inherited from her dad. Viper in Titanfall 2 was the guy who piloted the North Star. And, like, the whole cinematics about her getting in the North Star. And then, like, piloting it and learning that. And, like, it seems that her ultimate abilities is that she basically does the stuff that the North Star Titan does in Titanfall, so... But yeah, just she's got, like, that Pharah armor, almost. Yeah. yeah. Whatever they said... Whatever her tagline Valkyrie? was... ...was so close to Justice... No, well, um. I know Valkyrie's... Yeah, it, whatever they said of, like, something rains from above, I was like, <laughs> this is just... I'm with it. Asian Pharah, I am with it. <laughs> Yeah. And the amount of fucking Titanfall. She's a weeb. She reads Death Note. She reads My Hero Academia. I think she's Japanese. She reads yeah. I remember they were like, I remember like early on they were okay, like fine. Japanese. Okay, fine. She's an otaku. Did Whatever. They say like, she reads like Death Note and My Hero. They're yeah. The teasers that they were putting out, they're like literal volumes of the manga in the background. That's tight. So, oh, yeah, and there's a there's wow, a manga that I had never lore. even heard of that she read. Would you look at that fucking lore? Did you? Did anybody else do the arena teaser? Mm. No. So the, the arena teaser was really cool, uh, and I'm not sure if it's too late to do it. But you went around the map, and you'd pick up these corrupted cards from care packages every care package had them and then you'd go to the menu and you'd receive an invitation to the arena and then on king's canyon and on olympus you'd pick up three of these gold circle hollow sprays 
And then there was a countdown that ended on the 20th that was like, go to the training, uh, training area alone and input the codes you got from those gold hollow sprays. And then there was a teaser where you went to the arena and you saw the overseer of the arena and you got like a special badge mm-hmm. for it. So, it's, Apex is making fucking moves and like I really thought Apex was making moves before this, but like they announced Apex Legends Mobile, they announced all this shit. Uh, Legacy is probably going to be the strongest season because they're redoing Olympus with like an overgrown theme and I fucking cannot wait for what... There are so many good things coming to the game and so much consistent like high quality content coming to the game that somebody... I was listening to some podcast and they were talking about you know Titanfall 3 could just be a mode in Apex Legends because... More people play Apex Legends on a regular basis than ever play Titanfall 2. And so, if they really wanted to do a Titanfall 3, they could just... If they wanted to do it free, they could just do, like, Titanfall 1 and have, like, a multiplayer mode that is Titanfall 3. Or if they wanted to do a single-player campaign, they could sell it for, like, 20 to 30 bucks. And it sells so much more than a separate package title would that... And just the fucking... The lore is getting deep. So, I'm fucking stoked. Anybody else stoked for <laughs> the new Apex season? Yo, I'm injecting that I shit mean, in my veins as soon as it drops. <laughs> Fuck you mean, little boy. I mean, That's if it's they'll like let I'm, me play. I'm, I'm cool, I want to play it, but Replicant comes out like... 25, 6 hours after recording. Like that's yeah, that's but I mean, we talked about this last time. Replicants gonna be like thirty hours, and we're all gonna mainline that shit. And so once we're done mainlining Replicant, we have like probably by the time this is out, like a week and a half left in the season. So by the time we're done with Replicant, there will be that new Apex season that's going straight into my veins. Don't fucking threaten me with a good time respawn. Don't put fucking all this Titanfall. Like, they were like, oh, expect Titanfall. And I thought it'd be something small. There are fucking Titans in the goddamn trailer. There are three of the enemy Titans that you were responsible for killing in Titanfall 2. Just in the trailer. Yeah, it's... Yo, I I want them to put out a new Titanfall at this point. Just just because of how big Apex is, or if not like a new Titanfall, like a um, kind of like a Titanfall adjacent mode inside of Apex in and of itself, or you know something like that, or even if it's just like uh, they like know a what Titanfall they, at three. At this point, they know what the fuck mo- they're doing. Yeah, whatever they and got I planned, I want to see it. Yeah, whatever. But I they know I what they're know doing. There's gonna be there's gonna they're gonna have the biggest fucking surge in numbers come this time like ea put this titanfall 2 out to die but titanfall the next one we it's got it's standing on top of the shoulders of a fucking giant because apex has what how many millions of players now i don't even know i don't even know i forgot the exact number maybe it was 10 Oh, it's more than 10. 
Uh, it was like 10 in the first three days. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. All right. Yeah, I'm Googling Apex Legends player count in 2021. How many people play Apex Legends player count in 2021? Um, 100 million. It hit one. 100 million. Yeah, if you got. And this was. Oh, this was mid April this year, so. Yeah, they just I mean, came out with that number. If they crossed the. Yeah, if they crossed 100 million. And they're coming out with the mobile, and they're coming like the Switch version just came out. And at some point, they're going to have to do a PS5, Xbox Series X native version of it. Like, Apex has so much potential and has grown so much, and has just like I was in Apex at the very beginning, fell out of it, and then came back and just realized how much they're willing to experiment and try things with this game and just keep it interesting for the people who who play it every fucking day they do apex is probably the strongest live service game as far as like level of quality of content and like pace of release Mm -hmm. like while it is a free-to-play game and there's a lot of stuff in there that's trying to make you spend a shit ton of money yeah besides all that Everything else is, or the servers, oftentimes being shit. But oh yeah, like I said, Fucking I Apex. I had Fix the most trouble trying to play this damn weekend. Servers. I I've had issues. I I've gotten to the point that I know when my game's gonna crash. So I'm in a PSN party. I'm like, yo, we may be in the middle of this fight, but my game's about to crash. I don't, I don't know. You crashes? gotta sunset some of those other fucking games that don't nobody care about or something. We need. They need to free up some fucking bandwidth. Like, figure it out. Right. Because, yeah. Apex really needs to fix its servers. But, uh... Outside of that, like, the level of quality of content and the level of quality of gameplay and the... All of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Over- I have an Apex calendar on my wall. April is the month of Bangalore. And I'm not... Like, I'm not mad at my birthday month. Is the month of Bangalore. Then we had Gibraltar and Lifeline. Whatever. I'm not even going to try and think of what that was on the calendar. Does anybody have a one more thing before we wrap? I'm good. I'm good. I am good. Okay. Uh, Near Replicant comes out this week. I said we'd talk about Near Replicant in the intro, but we haven't played it yet. So oh, this is when we I'm dropped excited. the Automata part from the world's number one Near Automata podcast. And then we yeah, just. Yeah, we're going to be the world's number one Near podcast Nier by podcast. the time this next episode's out. So be ready for that. Um, Replicants preloaded on my PS5. Uh, Madrid, let me know if I need to preload it on your PS4. Uh, I'll let you know. All right. Um, remember, you can follow us all collectively around the internet. CheesyControllerPodcast.com. Arrest the cops who killed Brianna Taylor. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter at Anton63Xs. Chris, where can people uh, find Jeff you? Jeff and Chris. Jalen. Squid Bishop. And remember, it's not much of a threat if they're 20 minutes late. No, this is still a threat. Um, Madrid? Uh, black women deserve justice and peace themselves, so 
just keep that in mind. Uh, but you can follow me at SpeedwagonX. Alright, uh, this has been an always good production. The video version is edited by Lana Twisted Mind. Please watch it on the YouTube. Like, look at the hard work she puts into it. Uh, the audio version is All edited right. by Kumisanti. Until next time, keep it cheesy. Cheesy! Here goes!